We're going to be speaking with the GM of the Berry Hotel very shortly about this travel voucher situation that, uh, according to a survey conducted by the Tourism Commission, has found uh, that uh, there's been a take-up rate of less than 40% of the River Revival travel vouchers. A few of our texters have come up with some theories as to why economic stress being chief among them. But if you've got one, we'd love to hear it from you. 8223 you can text us on the Dutton's text line. We'll get a sense of whether they've been uh, bleeding through at the Berry Hotel or not very shortly. First, they were off to Canberra. Lots going on. Phil Curry from the Australian Financial Review joins us. Morning to you, Phil. Yeah, morning, fellas. Philip. How are you, Phil? Yeah, oh, just brilliant. Got fifteen hundred bucks on plane tickets to go to the MCG on Sunday. Oh, <laughs> oh no, no! Did you really? <laughs> it's even worse. It's even worse in real life. Oh mate, yeah. I didn't uh, watch that game. We're counting in it at any point. Like, I no. mean, they had more scoring uh, for shots. The first minute and a half. Yeah, we scored first. Um, <laughs> then, they, then they just killed us. Oh, we actually outscored them in terms of scoring shots in the second half. But um, if we'd kick straight, it might have made a game of it. But they were they were just playing with us basically. Yeah, yeah there's nothing yeah, worse. Not than... good. Travelling into state, I can remember flying to Tasmania years ago to see the Crows play the North Melbourne, and quarter time it was ten goals to one. I think that That's was two thousand and seventeen. It was. Yeah. It was two thousand and seventeen. Yeah. 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 No, I took the kids. I took the kids. I said it'll be a cultural experience. You know, Collingwood Garden, eighty thousand people. So, uh, but yeah, define cultural. <laughs> like fungus or mould. That's right. <laughs> Hey, mate, um, we've got Modi Fever. Mm, uh, yeah. The PM's off to uh, Olympic Park tonight for this big cultural event. What's the, what's the sort of um, strategic sort of objective for Australia out of cuddling up to India? Well, they're part of this thing called the Quad Day. There's this big summit that was supposed to be in Sydney on Wednesday. Where then that's a, an annual security sort of jamboree we have with it, um, the Americans, the Japanese, and the Indians. It's just a four. It's basically an anti-China block, right? So in, in, in the in the region, and it's sort of the four big non-China powers trying to sort of show China that you know do it our way, not their way. Just be a good citizen and so forth. So it's it's, it's this anti-China alliance. Um, India is the sort of most reluctant weird member of it because they actually sort of still talk to China and, 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 and have a strong alliance with Russia and have yet to contend the Ukraine war. So we've sort of, it's sort of like your enemy's, or your enemy's friend is your friend or your enemy or something like that. But it's better to have them on side than not on side because they see themselves as a you know, pretty significant Indo-Pacific power. So it's always been a bit of a tug of war to get India in, in your camp and that's what this is about. And uh, that that involves, you know, cutting a few corners. Modi's a very controversial character, Obviously, he's not a he's not a nice bloke. He does a lot of bad things inside India, you know, persecuting minorities, Sikhs and uh, and Muslims. Is quite you know, it's not going to be that controversy this visit. But he's sort of hugely popular with the Indian diaspora wherever he goes, and um, he's going to be out at the old Olympic Stadium at Homebush tonight. I think it's like twenty thousand people turning up for it or something. You know, mm. Indian community members. So, and Albanese will be there. You remember when uh, Albanese went to uh, India a while back, and they went to the cricket and they did that lap in that chariot. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. See what they do tonight. Yeah, yeah. I'll get get the old angry Anderson mobile. Do a few laps of the oval. That'd be yeah, good. Yeah. That would be That's good. That's the one. Yeah. Was that the one they had at the NRL grand? There was one they had at the NRL grand. That was Waverley, I think. That was the AFL grand yeah. final at Waverley. They did one yeah. at NRL as well. What they broke Carl- out of Carlton used to have hovercraft. They could probably break yeah. it down like the rest of the club. They could yeah. use that. With old Captain Carlton <laughs> running around his blue, <laughs> navy blue leggings. <laughs> but yeah, so it's all about. So in, in, seriously, for a second, it's all about. Um, it's all. It's all about. Yeah, the, the alliance and, and and sort of showing China that, um, you know, we're, we're all best mates and and uh, yeah. D- d- 
don't be don't be mean to us. Yeah, yesterday was significant because Modi came came here via PNG, um, and and uh, you know Biden was supposed to be there too, but he had to go home. Um, but they still sent their Secretary of State. So you know, Duchessing Papua New Guinea is all part of this. You know, uh, pushing back at Chinese encroachment. Mm. Uh, Phil, yesterday in Parliament, uh, the uh, opposition leader Peter Dutton launched another attack on the Voice. Mm. Spoke about how it was it was going to be divisive um, and, and change this the very concept of Australia. The polls would seem to suggest that if not his individual message is cutting through, certainly there are some concerns growing when it comes to uh, support for the Voice concept. Is it? Yeah. Is it retrievable? Oh, I think I definitely. I mean, it's still the the polls. The polls still show that it's at um, that it's at fifty uh, more than fifty percent support um, nationally, um, and and really the campaign hasn't started yet. It will start in earnest probably next month once we get the legislation through the parliament for the shape of the question things are going to ramp up so if you're starting from 50 percent plus it's not a bad start um but you can sort of see through peter dutton's contribution the tenor of the claims that are going to be made it's it's interesting we, we had a poll today by a, a, a bloke in victoria it's quite a good poll it shows the reason it's sort of tanking at the moment is is not because of anything the no campaign is saying it's just the yes campaign is not making a case for it um and, and, mm. and the main reason people are inclined to vote knows they don't know what it means. They're still unsure of what it's all about. So it, it is retrievable, but they're going to have to get their skates on. It's interesting Peter Dutton makes those claims about racially divisive. It was just shouted down by Julian Lisa, who's, who's, who was his Attorney General until a few months, a month ago, till he quit over The Voice, and he said that was just sort of painfully absurd. I mean, you know, the, the Voice is a body that makes rules for a certain, you know, for, for the Aboriginal people. So, um, th- that, that, yeah, that's why, that's why it needs to, you know, it is, it is different to the rest, if you like. You know, we have, an, we have, a, we have, we have an Aboriginal Affairs Minister in Parliament. You know, no one calls that ethnically divisive or racially yeah. divisive. I mean, they, they're just, a, you know, they're the first people that they, they, they're treated differently for a reason. Um, and this is just a, you know, a manifestation of that. It's not like we're inventing this whole new class. I mean, you know, they have their problems, their cultural and social problems, and that's what this is designed to fix. You know, I come from an ethnic background. No one in my crowd saying, hey, we want our constitutional recognition. It's just, it's just pretty absurd claim to be honest. I like but, the idea Phil of a, of a Lebanese Marionite voice to parliament. I don't be good. good. Yeah, we have almost every Tuesday. <laughs> Get the old kibby maker out. <laughs> exactly. But, but, but you know like, well, ethnic communities, if you belong to one you know, there's this sort of sense of gratitude to Australia because you, you came here, most, most of our, our forebears came here with nothing and were given opportunities so there's a sense of gratitude but it's just completely different. Our yeah. People are here first and, and a lot of them don't feel grateful for what happened and, and they have a lot of social and you know, problems as, as a consequence of it, and this is designed to sort of fix that. So we already discriminate, if you like, yeah, in political terms towards Indigenous people, and this is just this is a manifestation of that, but it's uh, it's going to get pretty nasty, I suspect. That's a really good point you made. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. Good on you, Phil. Okay, guys. Good, good luck with the ongoing therapy around <laughs> Sunday's events as well. <laughs> Phil Curry, the National Political Editor for the Fin Review. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.